In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who is returning, so that He might bring us into that resurrection. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this past Thursday was Veterans Day. And on Veterans Day, we remember those men and women of our armed services, who many of them left house and home to go to another part of the country or to go to another part of the world and to defend us, to defend this country, to defend our way of life, to defend us from that which is outside. And so we remember them with a day, with a holiday where we remember what they did for us. And when they're gone, we also remember those who are now away from us. We remember those people who perhaps are not veterans quite yet. They're not done with their service quite yet. Those men and women who are deployed outside of their homes. Those soldiers who have left the comfort and safety of where they maybe grew up or where their home is now. And have gone to places throughout this country, to army bases and air force bases and naval ships and wherever else. We remember them. And the reason that we remember them is that they're not here with us now. And yet, we have this hope We have this hope that they are going to come back. We have this hope that they're going to come back and to be with us once again. And probably many of you have seen the YouTube video of soldiers coming home to their families and surprising their families. If you haven't seen it yet, just look it up on Google or look it up on YouTube. And it's a great video. As you see these soldiers returning from where they were and coming home to be with their families and sometimes surprising their families. Sometimes sneaking up behind them and almost spooking them, scaring them. One guy was even dressed up like Santa on Christmas morning so that when his wife and his kid came out, there was Santa and underneath the beard was the man that they loved so much. We remember those people and we look forward to them coming back. But yet there's also sometimes when, well, we don't think that they're going to come back. Or we don't think that they're going to come back soon enough for us. And in those times we we even have this sort of cultural idea of what happens when we get tired of waiting for somebody to come back. For somebody to stop being a soldier and to start being a veteran. And the cultural thing that we call that is a Dear John letter. And we know about this thing called a Dear John letter where somebody writes to that soldier. Who's deplored, who's away from house and home and family. And they write to them and they say, Dear John, I know that you're out there and that you're fighting for me and that you're fighting for our country and that you're doing all of those things, but I just can't wait. 
I just can't wait for the next three months, or I just can't wait for the next year, or I just can't wait until I don't know how long it's going to be. I just can't put my life on hold anymore. I don't have the patience to do it. And so, well, I'm leaving. And the recipient of that letter has to deal with the rejection, with knowing that somebody couldn't wait for them any longer. Well, you see, sometimes that's a little bit like how people treat Jesus. And that's what Jesus is saying in this gospel lesson. That's what Paul is saying in this epistle lesson. That there will be a time where we have to be patient. Because we realize who Jesus at least was, right? Pretty soon we're going to celebrate Christmas and we're going to celebrate this little baby boy Jesus who was born in Bethlehem. And we're going to celebrate that and celebrate that He came here and was amongst us. And then, a little while after that, we're going to celebrate that He grew up. And that He began to teach disciples. And tell them what this world was all about. And tell them what salvation was all about. And then we're going to celebrate a little bit later on in Lent. That He suffered for us. That he suffered and even died for us on a cross. And then in Easter we're going to remember that he rose again from the tomb. And that's all past tense. And then we're going to remember that after he rose again from the tomb, he was here on earth for 40 days, and then what happened was the ascension. And he ascended into heaven, and ever since then... Well, we haven't seen him come back. And so, sometimes we get a little bit tired of waiting. Sometimes we get a little bit anxious. Sometimes we get a little bit unsure if he's really going to come back. And because he's been gone for so long, sometimes we're even tempted to, well, write him a Dear John letter. Dear Jesus, I'm sorry. It's been too long since the ascension. I don't really believe that you're coming back anymore, and so I'm just going to live life my way. Thanks a lot, signed me. It's a hard thing to think about. But that's exactly the way that sometimes we treat our Lord. We don't really think about the present reality that he might come back at any point in time. That he might come back next Tuesday. That he might come back in the next two minutes. That he might come back within any given amount of time. And at that point, what we believe says that he will come and judge. But what will he judge? Will he judge if you've written him off? 
If you've written him a Dear John letter, if you've said, you know, Jesus, I'm sorry, I just can't have you in my life anymore. This is just racking havoc on my emotions, so I'm just going to write you off. Well, for those of us that believe, well, we know that he could. Because we know that that's how we treat him some days. We treat him like he's not really present there at the right hand of God the Father. We treat him like he doesn't really see us and what we do. We treat him as if he's not there. But he comes to us. Even today, even while he's at that right hand of the Father and he says to us, I will forgive your sins. Even those times that you've written me off and you've acted like I wasn't even alive. I forgive your sins. And even more than that, even more than that present reality that we're going to experience in the resurrection when He comes back and He judges and He says, You are my baptized child. You can come into heaven even before that we get to experience His presence in our spirit and in our soul. Knowing that He's here amongst us. Knowing that a little bit later on when we celebrate communion, that He is there in the body and in the bread. In the wine that contains His blood. We celebrate that He is here with us. Even sometimes when we don't even respect that or recognize that, He is here with us. And He forgives us our sins. So that when He does come back, when He does come back to surprise us like those veterans did to their families, when He does come back, that it will be a joyful reunion and not one of pain and weeping. But rather that it will be a day of great Great rejoicing. Amen.